I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Scam Squad. Vicki, what do you have for us today? Hi, Patty. The Better Business Bureau has such valuable information for all of us, and every time I get one of their booklets or bulletins, I like to share the information in it because it's so good. This one is titled, Don't Cash That Check. Ooh, ooh, that sounds like an ominous warning. Now, what are they talking about? Well, we all know to be skeptical if someone calls us and asks us for money. We are certainly aware of all the scams out there where that happens, but What if someone sends you a check, you deposit the check, and your bank tells you the money is in your account? Hmm. Well, I actually do know the answer to that because we've talked before. (laughs) But if I didn't, I could imagine someone getting that check and thinking, well, this is safe. What could go wrong? Well, here's what the crooks know that you may not know, although we have talked about this before on the show. Even when a check is credited to your account, it doesn't mean the check is good. A week or so later, if the check bounces, the bank will want the money back and you, not the fraudster, will be on the hook for the funds. Now, Vicki, is that because it takes a period of time for a bank to process a check that comes from another bank? Yes, that's right. It can take a week or 10 days before the bank knows that the check you deposited is valid. But in the meantime, they have to make that money available to you to draw on. Hmm, I know, as we said, you have talked about this before, but what are some situations where a crook might send you a check? Well, it might be a purchase on Craigslist. A buyer will send a check for more than the full price of the car or other item that you're selling, and then they'll go, oops, I made a mistake, please return the difference to me. Or a fake employer will send a check to a new hire to buy supplies that they supposedly need to do the job from home, And, of course, as we know, as a part of the sweepstakes and lottery scam, the supposed winners are given checks to pay taxes on the so-called winnings. How big a problem are these fake check scams? According to the Better Business Bureau, fake check fraud is a huge problem, with millions of fake checks worth billions of dollars circulating each year. So that's why I'm talking about it again today. We need to continue to educate people about this epidemic. Wow. I'm just going to repeat that. Millions of fake checks worth billions of dollars are circulating each year. That is just awful. What if you get a cashier's check or a postal money order? So, Patty, we've all been led to believe that these are solid because a cashier's check comes from a bank drawn on the bank's own funds, and the same with postal money orders, but cashier's checks and money orders can be forged. Oh my gosh, so even if it looks like a cashier's check or a legitimate money order, it could still be phony? Yes. So what are fake checks? Well, fake checks are simply counterfeited checks, usually copies of business checks from real companies. And that's why you have to be careful with your outgoing mail. Crooks love to empty mailboxes and they're looking for real checks that they can turn into fakes. So fake checks look like they're from a business and usually have a real account number and a real routing number. 
And those are the numbers that you see at the bottom of your checks. But I thought checks were printed on special paper so that you'd be able to spot a fake. So according to this article from the Better Business Bureau, high-quality check stock is really easy to obtain. And fraudsters will often replace the phone number on the check with a number they can answer if someone calls the business to see if the check is legit. My goodness. So how can someone tell if the check is fake? Well, don't call the number printed on the check. Look up the business to see if they have a real number and call that number. And better yet, never accept a check that is over the amount of the item the buyer is purchasing. And don't accept a check to cover, quote, expenses from a supposed work-from-home business. That's a terrible scam, too, isn't it? How does it work? Well, I'll give you an example. A woman named Kathy was contacted by LinkedIn by someone impersonating a very well-known company, a company that she knew, and they offered her a job. So the email that she got looked like the email address from this company, and she was interviewed in a chat room and offered a job. So, of course, she was very excited. Then she was told that she would need to buy office supplies such as a laptop, printer, other items, but that the company would send her checks to make these purchases, and all she had to do was deposit the checks into her account. And they sent the checks, and she did deposit the checks in her account, but she was told to purchase the items through the company vendor, which she also did. Oh, no. So I imagine the company was fake, the vendor was fake, and the checks were fake. Am I correct there? You are right. She lost her money, and she didn't get the job. That must have been so disappointing for her. So many people are looking for work-from-home opportunities. I should say legitimate work-from-home opportunities. Right. What should someone do if they are caught up in this kind of scam or if they think they may have deposited a fake check into their account? The first thing you should do is notify the bank and also report this to the Federal Trade Commission, FTC.gov, and the FBI at IC3.gov. And if you have any doubt, don't draw on the check until you've waited until the check actually clears your bank, which usually takes a week to 10 days. That's great advice, Vicki, and I think so many people have been prey to this particular scam where they've gotten a check, an overpayment that they're supposed to give some of the money back. Vicki, if any of our listeners are worried that they may have been scammed or that someone they know is falling prey to a scam, how can they get a hold of you? They can call me at area code 805-568-2442. And Patty, I told you that each week I was going to try and find some good news. So I would like to share some good news with you today. (laughs) I know. We, We just sometimes think these crooks get away with this and nobody ever catches up with them. But this was a bulletin I got from the United States Department of Justice. And apparently a fraudster who was committing wire fraud and identity theft by being a part of an Indian call center scam was picked up and sentenced to eight years and six months in federal prison. And this was one of those scams where he was impersonating an IRS officer and misleading victims into believing they owed money to the IRS and would be arrested and fined if they didn't pay their back taxes immediately. So he was having these poor victims take out the gift cards and uh, read the numbers off the back to him. And then he was forwarding this money to India. 
So they fortunately caught up with him, arrested him, prosecuted him, and he is going to be spending eight years and six months in federal prison. Well, hip, hip, hooray. I'm so glad. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, talk to you next week. Okay, thanks, Patty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.